It was an amazing display of a mother's love. On March 6, 2014, Mindy Tran was loading her two young daughters into the back of the car when the car started rolling down their driveway because the car had not been put into park. Unable to jump into the front seat to stop the moving vehicle, Mindy did the only thing that she could think of in the moment to save her children. She ran behind her Honda Civic and lay down behind the back of the tires to make herself a human speed bump before her children went into oncoming traffic. Her heroic action slowed down the car enough so that the neighbors who were seeing the whole thing unfold could run across the street and could stop the car from going into traffic. The incident left Mindy with a shattered leg, but her children were unscathed. We've all seen it. When mom thinks her child is in danger, she goes into another mode. I've seen a mama leap over benches and run a 440-40 yard dash to catch a child falling off of a piece of playground equipment. Quiet, meek women become bears when their children are in danger. And if it comes down to it, mothers will lay down in front of a moving car to save her children. The love that a mother has for her child is a great picture of the love that the Lord has for His people. And often in Scripture, the Lord uses this image of motherhood to describe His own love for His people. In the book of Hosea, God describes Himself as a mother bear who will enact vengeance against those who steal her cubs, that is, the people of Israel. In the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus describes Himself as a mother hen who would gather her brood under her wings. And in the book of Isaiah, the Lord compares Himself to a nursing mother who loves and cares for her child. The way a mother loves her children is a powerful image for the way that the Lord loves His people. In our passage of Scripture for this morning, Jesus is teaching His disciples how they are to love one another as He has loved them. And He says in verses 12 and 13, This is My commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. Now, over the last several chapters of the Gospel of John, Jesus has displayed his love for the disciples in very real and practical ways. And in the chapters following this command, Jesus will literally lay down his life for his people. And what I want to do this Mother's Day morning is to look at the ways that Jesus loves His people by laying down His life and see how all of us, and in particular mothers, can learn to lay down our lives to love as Jesus has loved. So hear now the word of the Lord, John 15, verses 12 through 17. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. 
You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that you will love one another. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord remains forever. Let us pray. Almighty God, on this day, as we gather together in our homes to hear your word and to sing your praise, we ask that you would bless the reading and the preaching of your word. Lord, that it might go forth in power. And though we are separated from one another, we ask that you would pour down your Holy Spirit upon your people that we may learn this day how we might lay down our lives and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ who laid down his life for us. And we pray this all in Christ's holy name. Amen. Now the first way we see Jesus laying down his life in our passage this morning is by becoming a humble servant. Now, we understand that all of the life of Jesus was an act of humble servitude. He was once in heaven, the King of all. He was in the presence of God, the Father, and God, the Holy Spirit. There was no pain, there was no suffering, there was only joy and peace and happiness. And yet, the Son of God willingly left his exalted place to become a human being. He took on human flesh. He was born under the law. He underwent all the miseries of this life, took on the wrath of God for the curse of sin, and endured death and was buried and remained in the grave for a period of time. You see, Jesus came to earth not to be served, but to serve, to care for his people, to love them. The book of Philippians concisely explains the humbling service of Jesus when it says, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God something to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. In John chapter 13, Jesus displays his humility by washing the feet of his disciples. Though he was their master, he became their servant. The creator of everything washed the dirt and grime and filth off of his creation's feet. This is how Jesus laid down his life for you, Christian. Although he is not physically present to wash your feet, he became a man that he might wash you from the stain of your sin. That he might go to the most sinful places in your life and wash them clean by his blood. He laid down his life so that you might have new life. And when he finished washing the feet of his disciples, he commanded them, saying, If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. As those who seek to follow Christ, 
There are direct implications of how we are to live and to treat one another based upon how Christ lived and loved us. Since He washed our feet, we must be willing to wash the feet of others. And of course, mothers understand this command to humble service well. For this is the call of motherhood, to lay down your life as a humble servant, even as Christ laid down His life. Mothers are called to give up so much to fulfill their role. They may give up careers or freedoms or health or even their own bodies to wash feet, to clean up spit up, to clean runny noses, to clean rooms. Mothers humbly serve by staying up long nights and then waking early the next morning to make breakfast and to care for their children. Women who could be doing countless other things, more dignified and refined in the eyes of the world, yet willingly serve their children. Why? Because they love them. Because love means laying down your life in humble service to those you love. Now a word of caution and encouragement. You see, Jesus remained the Lord and teacher as he served his disciples. And mothers, you too remain as Lord over your children. Yes, you serve them humbly, but you must still remain in charge. Jesus was a servant, yet he remained in charge of his disciples. And your call to lay down your life for your family doesn't mean that your children are to control you. But as the one who is given charge of your children, love them in this way. Serve them humbly. Don't regret time washing the unsavory parts of your little children. Don't pine away for the time you spent serving them. But know that you are walking in the steps of Christ and following his command to lay down your life in love as you serve your family. When I was in middle school, my parents invited Myra to come and live with us for the final months of her pregnancy. You see, Myra was a young lady who was pregnant with a child she was not prepared to care for. And she made the hardest and most loving decision she could on behalf of her child. She decided that she would give up her child for adoption. She loved her child. She knew to love her child well, though she had to be willing to let her child go. And I know that there are many watching today who have made this decision. Or you are a child whose mother loved you enough to let you go in this way. It is heart-wrenching. But it is the call of every mother to let their child go at some point. Whether it is to adoption or to adulthood, the call of every mother is to lay down your life for your child by releasing them with trust in the Lord. In much the same way, Jesus was preparing his disciples for the reality of his departure. In John chapter 16, Jesus tells his disciples that he must depart from them, but that it is for their good. He says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. You see, Jesus was leaving. 
To die on the cross and ascend up into heaven was the plan from the beginning. So Jesus had begun to prepare his disciples for the reality of his departure. But he tells them it is better for them that he leaves because he will send them the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14, if you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. And again, we see that Jesus lays down his life by releasing his disciples into the providential plan of God. It was his call to be forsaken by all his friends and family. Peter says that no matter where Jesus goes, he will follow him. But Jesus foretells and Jesus knows that Peter will deny him three times. Jesus knew that he had to leave his disciples because it was what was best for them. If he did not let go, they would remain in their sin and would not receive the helper that is the Holy Spirit He had to trust that the best thing for his disciples is that they would mature to walk without his physical presence. He had to trust the Holy Spirit would guide them once he was gone. And so too are mothers called to the task of raising and preparing children only to release them into the hands of God. To trust the providence of the Father, the work of the Son, and the power of the Holy Spirit to care for them. Yes, there is a time to hold on to your little ones, to hold them close, and to protect them and provide for them and guide them, to keep them from running out into the road, from staying up all night, or for eating candy for every meal of the day. But soon enough, the day comes when to love them you have to release them. And mothers lay down their lives by investing their lives in those who one day will go. By raising adults and not perpetual children. You see, there is an epidemic in our world today of mothers who will love this way. Mothers who are unwilling to love their children to let them go. An unwillingness to allow children to make mistakes, to get hurt in the world. Now we read about the extremes of helicopter moms hovering around their children, even through college and into early adulthood, calling them in the morning to wake them up for classes or for a job, looking over their shoulder, holding their hand through every difficult decision and situation. But this is not love. It is not caring and kind to allow your fear for your child from growing into who they are meant to be. And mothers, you are called to lay down your life by releasing your children into the hand of God. And we all must understand this truth. For to follow Christ, we must trust all those whom we love to his sovereign care and plan. We are to invest and give and sacrifice for others, pouring our lives into other people, not to lock them up in a box and keep them for our own pets, but to release them into the world so that the Lord will accomplish His good purposes through them. For to lay down your life is to love and invest in those whom you will release into this world. The third way that Jesus lays down his life to love his people 
is by suffering for the joy of what is to come. You see, to lay down a life is to humbly serve. To lay down a life is to release with trust. And to lay down a life is to suffer with the hope of joy to come. Now, this sounds a little strange, so we need to take a moment to explain what the Word of God means when it says that we are to suffer with joy. For Paul says in Colossians 1.24, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake. And in the book of Hebrews, the author tells us of Jesus that Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. You see, to receive the joy of saving sinners, of vindicating the justice of God, of defeating sin and Satan and death, and of establishing an eternal kingdom, Jesus had to endure the suffering of the cross. But he suffered for the sake of the joy that was to come. You see, Jesus saw past the present pain of the cross to the joy of saving his people. And so he suffered for the joy of it. Likewise, Paul saw the suffering of ministry to the joy of serving others. And it is in this way that every Christian is called to lay down their life in love, to suffer for the good of others, for the joy of what is to come. In John 16, as he continues to prepare his disciples for his deter- departure, Jesus teaches them of the suffering for the joy that is to come. He says in verse 21 of John 16, when a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Now, as much as we have all heard women complain about the pain of childbirth, I have never once heard one say while looking into the face of their newborn child, that wasn't worth it. Right? And Jesus, he lays down his life to love his people by going to the cross, dying for our sins so that we might be born anew into his eternal kingdom as adopted sons and daughters. He doesn't do it begrudgingly or reluctantly, but he endured the suffering of the cross for the joy of what was to come, for the joy of winning a people out of bondage into freedom. And mothers... You too are called to this type of love. There are many aspects of motherhood that can be rather unpleasant. You are called to tasks that others don't want to do. You're pulled in a million different directions to care for everyone's need, leaving little time for your own. You get one day a year, so enjoy it, right? But don't lay down your life reluctantly. Don't hold your service over your children's heads. Don't allow yourself to fantasize about how free and wonderful your life would be if you didn't have to spend so much time and energy and emotion on your children. But realize that to love your children, you are called to lay down your life for the joy of it. Because as much as motherhood is difficult, the fruit of your labor is plentiful. And all Christians 
are called to follow Christ's lead in this manner, to lay down our lives in joyful suffering. That is, through making decisions to do the hard things so that others might receive life and goodness. We must suffer the shame of ridicule so that others might come to know Christ. We must joyfully give so that those who do not have might be provided for. We must joyfully serve neighborhoods and people who are unpleasant to be around so that they might feel the love of Jesus Christ. You may not see the joy of your life of sacrifice until you come into the heavenly reward of Christ, but your suffering for the sake of Christ will lead to joy. So lay down your life by suffering for the joy of of what is to come. In John chapter 17, we have the longest recorded prayer of Jesus. And in this prayer, we read as he lifts up his disciples and those who would come to believe in him, and he asks for their protection, for their unity, for their purity, and for their knowledge of his love for them. Prayer is central to Jesus' ministry for the church and even his ongoing ministry even now. For the book of Hebrews tells us that Jesus is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. Prayer is a humbling task. You see, it's an act of faith and of submission to God because when you pray, you must believe that God is both willing and able to answer your prayers. And so Jesus lays down his life by continually offering up prayers to God the Father on behalf of his people. He represents his people before the Father. And whatever we ask in His name, He will do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And again, mothers, I urge you, lay down your life by praying for your own children with hope in the Lord. Of all the other ways of laying down your life that we have spoken of this morning, this may be the most important aspect of laying down your life. As a mother, it is your call to go to the throne room of God through Jesus Christ and to pray for your children, to bring them to Jesus in the morning, to bring them to Jesus throughout the day. And before you go to bed at night, take your children's needs before the Lord of glory. Intercede for those who have not yet learned to pray for themselves as they should and sacrifice your time and your energy and your emotion in prayer for your children loving them by laying down your life in this way. And this is the call that is upon all of us who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I know that it's difficult to begin to pray. It takes discipline. It takes time. There are a million other things that you could be doing. But we know that when we pray, God moves. He acts and responds to our prayers to bring about marvelous things. What was Jesus doing on the last night of His time on earth? He was praying for His spiritual children, His disciples. 
And so we too are called to lay down our free time, to lay down our Facebook time, to lay down our TV time, to lay down our cleaning time, to lay down your you time, to lay down your life, and to pray for your family. For there is no greater love than this. Now in John chapter 15, again, Jesus tells his disciples, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. A few chapters later in John 19, Jesus fulfills his promise and he lays down his life by being lifted up upon the cross. This was the height of God's love for his people. He saw that his people were in trouble. He saw that their sin, by, by their sin they were trapped and they were rolling down towards destruction. And because he loved the world, he laid down his own life to save his people. He went to the cross to rescue his people from their sin and from death and from the pains of hell forever. And whosoever would come to him in faith, who would turn from their sin and believe that they are accepted before God because of Christ's life, death, and resurrection. Whosoever would place all of their hope for forgiveness, acceptance, love, and eternal life in Him, they will be saved. And mothers, you can't do this for your children, nor are you called to. Yes, you are called in God's word by the example of Christ to lay down your life in love. But ultimately, your love is only an example, a witness to the true love that Jesus Christ has for your children. You are not your children's Savior. You are not their Messiah. And no matter how well you lay down your life through humble service, through letting go, through suffering for the joy of it, and through praying, you will never do this perfectly. I pray that as you listen to this sermon, you haven't felt guilt or condemnation, that you do not meet the mark of what it is to be a mother according to God's Word, thinking, you know, I have not loved my children in this way. The reality is that no one has. But the good news is you don't have to be the perfect mother for your children. You don't have to be their Savior because Jesus Christ has already done it perfectly. He has laid down His life for your children. And so you must lay down your life no longer trusting in or hoping in your goodness to love and save them, but rather to release them into the goodness and love of the Lord Jesus Christ. So mothers, lay down your lives in love, not to save your children, but rather to point your children to the one who can love them perfectly and who is able to save them to the uttermost the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we come to you now, at this time, and we thank you that you love us with such great love, 
even to compare your love to that of a mother and even saying that your love surpasses that of a mother. We are so thankful that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, we come to you with gratitude in our hearts that you would lay down your life for us, that you would display the greatest love that there is by giving yourself to us. We pray, O God, that on this day we would follow your example and that we would walk in the power of the forgiveness and love that you have for us and the gift of your Holy Spirit. We pray all of this through Jesus' holy name. Amen.